My voice is two octaves deeper than the bozos you're about to listen to. But at least when they think, they do it hardly. Hello. 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 How's it going? Come in, Bombay. Hey, how's it going? Doing good. How's your week been? Good. I just finished the last plant today in terms of, uh, um, I'm losing, I can't speak Italian or English now, uh, pruning, <laughs> in terms of pruning. I, awesome. I pruned the last plant. Yeah. So I'm taking tomorrow yeah. off and then, and then Monday I start walking through and tying down the things that I, that I cut. So that feels good. I feel oh, like I man. accomplished something. Man. <laughs> How long does that take? Yeah. I was going to say, I thought you were almost done with the whole process. You got to go and tie mm, everything no. down now. No, it's like 5,800 plants, right? Something like that. Yeah. Ugh. I think I've been doing it for, it's like a couple or a few hours a day for six weeks, probably. I think. That probably, yeah. I mean, that sounds about right for how long you've uh, been mentioning it. Yeah, since I mentioned it every week. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> like, six you weeks, know. Two months, something like that. It's a crazy amount of like actual plants to get to. Yeah. And you know, you, you think about like what it takes leaning over and, you know, tying everything together and Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it takes a long time for one person. It's mostly pulling things apart and trying not to you know, I don't know what it is. It's not very complicated. I should have started earlier. I almost started too late. I mean, it's they're starting to now. They're starting to just starting to leaf out those little buds, kind of break open and then twist open, and it's kind of magical because everything looks like it's dead, and then all of a sudden you see these green leaves on on stuff that looks like dead wood. That's yeah, good. that's good. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, how how woody those vines get. Yeah. Well, this is already <clears throat> boring. We're only two minutes in, and I'm I bored myself. How how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. good. Bobby? Yeah. Yeah. I had my mic off somehow. Uh, it's okay. Pretty good. Welcome to your weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you guys have already you guys have already sprung forward, right? Yeah, yes. that was uh, yeah. a couple, three weeks. So no, we spring. Fo- we're going to spring forward tonight, so we'll be back to our usual time difference. Ah, uh, nice. I, yeah, I didn't even realize. realize it was different. Yeah, it's five o'clock here, mm, or whatever yeah. five. He's five something here, five fifteen, five twenty, right? So it's eleven. Right. Mm-hmm. No, well, this is a really hour podcast, closer. I know. <laughs> yeah, we started off not being so so negative, and then yeah, man, things are pretty. I did. I did. Um, you know, I I just gotten caught up in the Facebook thing on politics, and then and then I stopped doing that, and then I get caught up on Twitter and following people I really don't. The politicians, basically three three or four or five <laughs> politicians I really don't like, and um, you know, I just realized I'm not going to do anything. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not going to change anything by being by having snarky, smart ass tweets or even well thought through tweets or whatever. And in parallel, yeah. I started I started tweeting an NFT non fungible token of the day. Um, mm. So I pick I pick one okay. every day, and I have a I have a website, so you can I mean you know, it's just a bunch of pictures, 
and then I tweet them and I and I um, Pinterest them and I Instagram them and Facebook them. I mean, any rate, but there's nothing negative going on, right? It's just like art. And I mm-hmm. realize how much happier I am when I'm not, you know, doing that doing that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I I thought I thought maybe we could try a new segment, a new podcast inside of our podcast. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. And this is where I'm at. So I, well, here it is. We'll just start it. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's a whole, I've got a whole, uh, I've got a whole thing here. Here we go. You ready? It's a new I'm segment. I'm ready. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That spiffy theme music can mean only one thing. It's time for the news dipped in a little bit of funny and hand-fed <laughs> to you. It's a segment we call You Don't Have to Laugh, but he is your father. And here's your <laughs> father. Your father. <laughs> okay. We're trying something new. All right. <laughs> it's called You Don't Have to Laugh, but he is your father. <laughs> okay. And so we're just going to go through some news stories. And um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read the news stories. I might make a try to do a little funny. And then it's up to you. You can either like give it a razz, you know, like a little, you know what I'm talking about. You yeah, can give it a wah, wah, wah. You can say it's funny. You can comment on it. You can give a thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever. We need our own sound. You don't have to laugh. You don't have to laugh, but I am your father. Okay, <laughs> I like this. this. I like the concept of this. Okay. Yeah, well, there's a big difference between the concept and the execution. Here we go. <laughs> this one's called Mr. Pot Has Harsh Words About Mrs. Kettle's Color Choices. Okay? Do you guys remember Ronnie Jackson? Yes. Uh, no. Former White House physician to Donald Trump. That little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson said, so President Biden had his first big, you know, press conference. Right. Earlier this week. And Jackson said that that Biden's recent press conference performance, quote, and I have to say quote, because you won't be able to tell that I'm quoting otherwise, (laughs) quote, raises questions about his fitness for office, end quote. And I have to say end quote, because you won't know that I'm not quoting anymore if I don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So that's all. So he's raised a question about his fitness for office. And that's kind of rich because a long awaited uh, IG report came out just a couple of weeks ago about about Ronnie Jackson and the report says that quote witnesses described rear admiral jackson's behavior with words and phrases such as meltdowns yells for no reason rages tantrums lashes out and aggressive witnesses also described jackson's leadership style with terms such as tyrant dictator control freak Hallmarks of fear and intimidation, crappy manager, and mm. not a leader at all. In, end quote. That's end quote. In addition, Jackson is alleged to have sexually harassed female subordinates, reportedly saying that one had, quote, great, mm, I'm not going to say exactly, great, <laughs> you know, breasts, and a nice us. Uh, That's not a direct quote. And, an, and of another, he said, quote, that he would like to see more of her tattoos. So I, I I don't know that Jackson knows all that much about what constitutes fitness for public office. I missed that. What did he yeah, say? You completely cut out that whole last. 
Oh well, man. <laughs> okay, let's try it. We'll just try it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Just that last little bit. Okay. Where did I drop off? It was the just second as quote, quote from Jackson. You're right. Okay. Yeah. In addition, he's alleged to have sexually harassed female subordinates, reportedly saying that one had great breasts sure, and another sure. had a quote nice tuchus. And and then he said of another that he would quote like to see more of her tattoos. Wow. So oh, I remember that. I remember reading yeah. that. These yeah. are old so guy comments, man. These are very <laughs> Yeah. I want to see your tattoos. <laughs> so I'm not sure that Jackson knows much about what makes for fitness for public office unless he's running for governor of New York. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it seems like pretty standard place, honestly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's one. It's called Fly This, Pal. Air control. Did you hear about this? This rant? No. This oh, hot, yes, I did. I did. Rant. Okay. Air traffic controllers put up with an earful from a pilot taking off from San Jose, California, headed back home. Apparently, the pilot accidentally left his mic on. So let's listen to how <laughs> yeah. this goes. Check this out. One on four three is ready to go. <laughs> yeah, fuck this place. Goddamn <laughs> liberal fucks. Throw like eight guns out here somewhere. That's it. Is. Probably driving around that fucking Hyundai. Fuck it. Hyundai. Fuck it. Lower shit. Go slow as fuck. The co pilot just absolutely silent. And that's going on, Tower. That's 12410 Hot Mike. If you don't have balls in this, you're fucking rolling coal, man. Rolling coal. I love that, man. I love that. There's nothing to read into there, Rich. God damn it. It's his last word. His last <laughs> sign off. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. So I'm wondering if maybe this guy, it, it, maybe there's a new airline, like a MAGA airline, right? Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Don't you think? Can yeah, you I mean, it? absolutely. There's there's definitely a demand for that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's welcome, you know? Yeah, right. So I'm just trying to think about what it would be like to be on that kind of an air, MAGA airline, the pilot talking to his passengers saying, you know, I'll just do a, try to do a pilot voice, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, <clears throat> Welcome aboard and thanks for flying with us today. A few words about our ascent this morning. As we climb, we'll make three right turns and then head out. That way we won't even have to think of making a turn to the left. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> three right, boom, da da boom, da yeah, you got it. Yeah, you don't have just to like laugh. the whole the whole flight is just his stand up set. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: what happens if there's a loss of cabin pressure? You know what I mean? What drops from the what drops from the, the overhead compartments? Really? <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna wear? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and in the in the lavatory and the the sink is there a sign that says as a courtesy to the next passenger we may may we suggest using your towel to wipe the wasp patient nah just kidding screw them yes uh, <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> all right okay you don't have Beautiful. to laugh <laughs> but i am your father but, yeah. okay this one this one's called maybe presidential responsibility isn't so weighty after all 
Last week, Biden, President Biden, excuse me, repeatedly stumbled on the stairs. Did you see this? As he, yeah. as he attempted to board Air Force One. Press Secretary Jen Psaki explained the situation. She said, quote, it's pretty windy outside. It's very windy. I almost <laughs> fell coming up the steps myself. In related news, the White House gift shop is now stocking Biden-sized paperweights. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to laugh. Man, that one, they really they really set themselves up for a lot of uh a lot of these moments with you know talking about Trump walking down the ramp and everything. Yeah, it's like, for sure. The next yeah. guy up is Biden, man. It probably should have just like kept quiet on some of this stuff. Yeah, I think they used it in like a um in a campaign ad, didn't they? I don't know, but they're I think they, they had all they're gonna do now is just say you're ableist if you say anything about Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't I mean, have anything. There's nothing wrong with him in that regard. You know, it's not actually being ableist to say anything about him. You know, yeah. nothing wrong with him, but. But yeah, he did yeah. make a, they did make a big deal about it. Now, I mean, part of it was about Trump and part of it was just trying to, I guess, maybe they overreacted to this stuff about Biden, right? I think he challenged some, I think somebody, some farmer someplace said, you know, aren't you too old to be president or something? He challenged them to do like to, a push-up competition. Oh, like yeah, Biden that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He's yeah, like, what, what you think I'm living a sedentary life, pal? What do you want to, you want to run around the block a couple times, buddy? <laughs> is this a challenge? <laughs> yeah. 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 Calm I, down, Biden. Calm down. You got to win, great, dude. Right? Don't be, cool down, bro. Wait, didn't you, Everybody didn't you go is on somebody, your side, man. Didn't he go after somebody at a factory or something? Yeah, that's yeah, right. He yelled at some. You're full of shit, factory. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. That's why liberals he like him because they 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 are they too just pussy yeah. to say anything to an actual person who's like farther left than them. Joe Biden yeah. actually says "fuck you" to the left, and that's yeah. what they want to do. But they're actually too like they're they're they can't do it for some reason. And, you yeah. know, it's like, hey, they looked at Trump like that. They wanted that for themselves, man. They want a guy who t- who tells the people they don't like to fuck off to, you know, go and just vote for somebody else because they don't need them politically. He always says, look, here's the deal. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Look, man, I've lost enough presidential elections. <laughs> no, what yeah. we really need in this country. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one's called from God's mouth to their ears. Have you heard about the Georgia law just passed? Um, voter suppression maybe. Kind voter of stuff. One? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got all kinds of stuff in it. They're going to reduce the number of voting box, you know, places you can drop off your. Yeah. There are too many and, of those. Yeah. Right. And they're going to, I don't remember what else they're going to, you know, uh, incre- increase to state ID laws and, you know, all this stuff right after they said that their election was completely pristine and there weren't any problems and all that kind of, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Rigmarole. Well, another thing is it's, you know, part of this bill they passed is that it's now illegal to give food or water to people who are standing in line waiting That's to vote. Right. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then a few hours later, multiple tornadoes struck the state. Man. I'm not saying that God's against voter suppression. <laughs> God's saying God's well, against voter suppression. Well, I don't know. If he if he hit any of the lawmakers, then that's one thing. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah, stri- lightning striking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and finally. <laughs> a giant cargo ship called Ever Given is stuck sideways in the Suez Canal. Did you hear that? 
Oh, everybody's talking about it. It's just like it, it, I don't know. It's like the wind and the blah, blah, blah. And it's completely turned sideways and the whole thing is gummed up. There's one ship that's clogging up something like, I don't know, it's like 12% of that's the what I saw, yeah. maritime trade. So people are getting really, you know, miffed because they have to, then they have to, they're not going to cut across there. They have to go down around the, whatever it is, the Horn of yeah. Africa or something. Yeah, is that yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. 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 People have been using that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there, I mean, I understandably people are saying like, how could this possibly happen? Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Th- th- something as vital as the Suez Canal. How could you have this going on? But here's, here's what I say. The canal is almost 150 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm only 63 and all it takes is a decent serving of cheese to block my. Uh, <laughs> sewage, <right>. sewage canal. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> yeah. There effects. you go. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> you don't have okay. to laugh. Um. But I am your father. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That's it. That's the new segment. That's, That's getting, it's new try, segment. trying to get us to start off on a, a little lighter, a little lighter tone. That's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, so what do you guys want to talk about now that we're, now that I got that out of me? That's, that Suez Canal one is crazy to me. I, I assume that things that are longer than the canals wide have been going there, going through there for years. It just seems like <laughs> yeah. that's, that seems like one of the, the earliest things you'd think about where it's like, all right, we're going to confine this to, you know, only things that are long as this is wide. So if it gets turned sideways, it just tumbles around. Gosh, darn, man, you should have been an engineer. I, oh yeah. It's genius stuff. I'm going up with that. it. That's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, man, I that's guess, crazy. I guess that's right. You wouldn't swallow something, right? That would be a well, bad idea to like swallow a, something. Yeah, it's like an easy situation to imagine in your head. It's like something getting lodged like that. And it, it just seems like what is there stopping that? Like if this happened, like it doesn't seem like any kind of crazy freak, you know, conditions caused this to be you know, forced up against the the sides of this or anything. It just seems like a, a very obvious problem that I'm so shocked given the amount of trade that, that passes through there. This but hasn't been set, like a, a chief concern. Like, I, I don't know. Set a limit on how long the boat could be, the ship. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that seems like, you know, maybe if you guys have thought about so, I don't know what the engineering is like for the, actual floor of the canal like the uh you know uh, if it's just like sloped up if they have any structures below that are supposed to like act as a barrier for the uh what's the um the the very bottom of the boat it's like a big kind of cylinder under the uh the keel yeah the keel yeah so i don't know if if there's something under there that's supposed to guard like the mud from that so it just runs around that i don't know well, what I read was was really it's just the bow and the stern. Is that right? Do I have those right? The bow and the, stern, the 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 front and the back that are sure, stuck okay. in the mud. The 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 main part, the water's flowing underneath it. It's just that the the two ends are stuck. I mean, it's exactly yeah, what yeah. you said. Yeah, and I God. think it does. 
I think it does kind of fill up with sand and silt and that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that's pretty typical. I don't think, now that you're saying this, I don't think any of this should be surprising for a ship that's as long as the Empire State Building is tall. That, it's, that amazed me. Like, at the first few days I'd seen this, you know, I think just the long shots away, you can't really get a, a good appreciation of how big that is. And then you see the uh, the excavators trying to dig out, like, from the front. It's like, that is enormous. And I just... Yeah. Uh, Looks like a little kid with a sand Even then, something. yeah, yeah, even then, like, I just, I saw the, you know, those um, diagrams of how, how big it is. It was, like, taller than the, the, the Eiffel Tower. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does make, I mean, I was... I didn't know why the thing was turning around. I thought maybe the guy left the, you know, the stove. Is that what happened? Like, like this? Is, is this like an actual, like, trying <laughs> like, to... oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to yeah. lock my car. I was going to say, like, there's a surprising amount of... I, I remember, like, uh, a couple of these latest cruise ones were, like, some uh, non-scheduled turns and stuff. Like, is it... I don't... I didn't read up about, like, what happened to cause this. Was it, like, an action by the... the uh, the captain of the ship. Well, that does. I mean, I think I think that does happen. There was a I forgotten what the name of the ship was. It happened while we, I think right before we came, moved here, or right after. I remember. We moved yeah, here. I think that's the one I'm the thinking Costa, of. It's like a, Costa something. Is it the one that was that like was still Italian. like a, there was a bunch above water for a while? Well, that one, the guy was trying to show off to a girl, I think, is what they decided. <laughs> Perfect. On on land, he was trying to, like, show yeah. off, and then he got, I don't know, grounded the thing or something. I mean, it was a major problem. That was, yeah, I, but I think, I think what I read about this uh, Ever Given uh, is, uh, is that there were some winds and bad visibility, and the thing mm. just kind of blew sideways. But, oh, but at some point, you probably make a mistake, right? By trying to, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm how, sure how it's easy. Wind, how would the wind blow and turn you? I guess it could happen. I guess so, especially if you're that big. But I don't know. It seems like uh, I just don't know how things that that of that size behave on the water. I guess. All right. Well, we're going to make you in charge of the sewage canal. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm you sure whoever's I mean? in charge of that is having a really great time right now. <laughs> well, just don't make just don't. I mean, you have to have boats with hinges, or you cannot allowed to do anything longer than <laughs> than it is wide. I think that's smart. No. Yeah, man. I don't know what, what they what they do. Did you hear about Sydney Powell's defense? You know, she's being she's being uh uh sued right for defamation by by Dominion Voting Systems. $1.3 billion. No, I, didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so she's been sued for all of her... I mean, here, remember, this is what she said. Here, let's play this again. This is what she's talking about about Dominion. What we are really dealing with here and uncovering more by the day is the massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba... This is, uh, this is uh, from a, Man. a press release... Press, not press release, press conference with... Um, with Rudy Giuliani back in, I think, November or December. Cuba and likely Cuba. China in the interference with our elections here in the United States. The Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela 
at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. Okay. Do you remember this now? And then she I went do. on yeah, to, yeah, yeah, she yeah, went on to say. Her. Now, the software itself yeah, was go. created with so <laughs> many variables and so many uh, back doors that can be hooked up to the Internet or a thumb drive stuck in it or whatever. But you one did. of its most characteristic features it's, is its ability to flip votes. You got the thumb drive stuck in your back door. You remember all that business? Oh, yeah. It can set and run an algorithm, an algorithm that probably ran all over the country to take a certain percentage of votes from President Trump and flip them to President Biden. So this is what she's saying about the software, right? This is this is all Dominion is supposed to do is count the votes correctly. And she's saying she's saying that they are flipping the votes. Right. So they are. So Dominion said, you know, you like you're you're defaming our, our company. We're not going to be able to get any you know, business. <clears throat> right. And here's what her lawyer said. Her, her lawyer said, even assuming that each of the statements alleged in the Dominion complaint could be proved true or false, no reasonable person would conclude that the statements were truly statements of fact. They're basically saying you'd have to be an idiot to believe my client. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a yeah, successful man. argument. That is yeah. true. That is true. Historically very successful. The the problem is she's also being not sued, but she's being I don't know. There's a um, somebody has has filed a complaint to have her disbarred in in one state because you you can't make false statements like that, and and I guess it's unethical. So they want her pulled from this. So this is a really difficult, you know. Uh, yeah. argument to make and, yeah. and to make it through both of those things. So you think she's going to get off on the de- defamation thing by basically saying she didn't believe it was true. No reasonable person would believe it's true. You all said it was a bunch of bullshit. So how can you sue her? I mean, is that what you think? I don't, I don't know exactly what the, like how the argument works. It's just, it is basically saying like, you know, this isn't based on reality enough to, I think that's how it works. I mean, that's it's. They, I mean, they use it for Maddow and for Tucker. They could say you're. I guess you're right. I guess you could say that. Yes, yeah, she said that, but nobody in a position of decision making, like you know, a um, a Secretary of State, let's say, uh, would believe any of this crap, and so therefore it wouldn't affect their ability to continue to perform business. There's no harm done. You think that's what they're going for? I don't know. I, I just know that, I mean, I don't really know how the legal, like why it works. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand the law that well, but yeah, I don't either. You know, like, I don't know. Just that, that seems so obviously like, you know, rule bending but like it's been something that's worked for like large talk shows so yeah well i guess if you're i mean i guess if you're choosing between getting sued for 1.3 billion dollars or saying all you know all of the 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 hay seeds that believed me we're just you know we're just being unreasonable we're you know not they're just not 
<laughs> they're not thinking clearly. You would choose the latter, right? I mean, that's what she's saying. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like right now, everybody knows that you can do these kinds of things and then apologize later, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene did to you know other members yeah, of Congress. Good point. Where it's like all the people who like you just see that as like, oh, well, that's something you have to do. That's something you have to do just for appearances. She's still on our side. She didn't like, you know, revoke any of those those views, really. That's just something that you have to do. This is like for, for Trump all the time when he had to, you know, act somewhat kind of unbiased in certain situations. <clears throat> um. So, you know, it just is like, even, even like, and you get to like the, the Q end of things where it's like, even if somebody says, oh, this is all bullshit and something where it's like, wow, are you calling me an idiot? They don't read it that way. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, it, it hurts too much and it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's no, right. No, no, it's, it's, it's something else. It's some kind of code or does it have the, the meaning that you well, think? Well, you're doing what you have to do, right? I remember uh, the- Alex Jones tried the, uh, you know, this is all performance art kind of thing. And what you happened? Know, it, it's, he- it's, it's easy for all the you know entertainers. Like, I guess I could see Maddow and, and people like that being off the hook because they're... I, that, I believe... Yeah, this is a lawyer who's you know filing lawsuits at the same time. That's the part that's gonna that might get her in the in the tailpipe. Yeah, it's definitely a different situation. And we'll see. I mean, I'm not even sure how she can make a living as a lawyer, but I guess all you need is another lawyer on the other side, and you can make a living. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys hear about Stockton, California, and universal basic income? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Did you, it's, a, yeah. it's the it's, it's Oakland. Isn't go it? ahead. Well, this is Stockton. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're doing it. They're doing it a bunch of places. But Stockton in Stockton, California, they actually ran a randomized control trial where they picked people at random that met a certain uh, you know set of criteria, and then half of them they gave five hundred dollars a month for two years, I think, and the other half di- you know didn't just got the usual you know programs that they already had available, and they looked to see what happened. Hmm. And so they used they they had to use donated funds because it's kind of expensive. And they took one hundred you know twenty five people, or maybe it was two fifty. I think it was one hundred twenty five people in each arm. And gotcha. they gave they gave them five hundred dollars a month um, to people who were living in neighborhoods that had uh, an average income lower than the city's median, which was forty six thousand mm. dollars a year. Okay. And they could mm-hmm. spend the money on whatever they wanted. There was absolutely no criteria. They didn't have to do any drug tests or go undergo in- interviews, nothing. They just right, got right. money every every month. And um, what they found, and you didn't have to work, there was nothing. I mean, you just gave them money, no mm-hmm. strings. <clears throat> and what they found was that um, those families that received the extra $500 a month tended to spend the money on essentials. So stuff like food and uh, utilities, things, home goods, stuff like that, gasoline. Uh, less than one percent was spent on cigarettes and alcohol. Wow! Yeah, uh, yeah, great. The cash doubled the household's ability to pay unexpected bills, 
And this is a key thing. The guaranteed income did not dissuade participants from working, adding to a large body of evidence showing that cash benefits help people to work by giving them the stability they need to find and take a new job. The share of participants with full-time jobs rose 12 percentage points among the people receiving the cash versus five points in the control group. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we can really start seeing bigger groups, you know, for this. And so really, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. And there's just a, it sucks that like, you know, nothing is safe from kind of all these, these political kind of workings. I remember there were people trying to, uh, the, the, uh, discussion around uh, UBI in the Democratic primary. <clears throat> uh, there were people trying to kind of push Andrew Yang because Andrew Yang was, you know, all about talking about automation and, you know, coming up with a solution to, you know, more and more kind of money pooling towards the top. Um, and uh, people were, you know, kind of pushing this idea that UBI could replace kind of so. Uh, social safety nets it's just like there's there's so much it just seems like there's always so much that you can do to complicate issues and you know well it sucks to it sucks to be poor that's for sure it sucks to be poor and it helps to get it helps get some money and and i my just i just think that people many people with money think that people without money are on a morally different plane that they they that they don't have money because of some character flaw and so to give them money would just would be just like throwing it down a hole because they're going to waste it on you know the same things that put them in that position to begin with which is completely yeah in, i mean it's just completely not true and it's i mean it's imprisoning yeah yeah yeah, I mean, so, it's crazy that you get, you know, the kind of the slump that people get into. You know, it's just there's so many kind of, you know, stacking advantages to having a little money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just, right. I mean, it, the, un, shit happens. And then when shit happens and you've got resources, it's not such a big deal. When shit happens and you don't have re- Well, I learned this from you guys. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm dad-splaining. Well, no, no. I mean, it's just, you know... Yeah, it's it's something that you realize. It's like you know, it's that, and it's also like when an opportunity comes up and you have a little bit, yeah, an opportunity that could make you more money than you could just you know you 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 can afford to take a risk on it. Yeah, and then just there's so many situations like that. Yeah, I mean, right when you can afford to lose, when you can afford to lose, yeah, exactly. Then it's not then it's really not very much of a risk. And right. that's the thing that is always cited as like the reason why all of the, the, you know, I mean, like once you actually get past sort of arguments about like labor worth and value and things like that, that's the thing that like every layman that you talk to this about falls back on is, oh, the businessmen, they've got to fucking, they've got to deal with the risk factor. It's like, right. well, if yeah, you're starting yeah, yeah. a business, it's not as big of a risk for you as it would be for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, exactly. I mean, if you think, right, you know, Bezos was a, had already, you know, been successful in a, as a consultant and came from a family that was not, you know, poor. 
I mean, he was not going to be destitute if Amazon crashed and burned. Same thing with Bill Gates. Yeah, his yeah. friggin' mother went to IBM, and you know they're, they're, she's like a, she was like a very that their their family was very well connected, and she pulled the CEO aside, I think, and said, you know, my son's got this little software company, maybe you should you know check it out. So that was a family that had not only um, you know financial assets, but very highbrow, stratospheric social. Assets as well. Like, how many mothers could talk to the CEO of IBM? Yeah, 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 that's pretty crazy. And it's not taking anything away from Bezos or from Bill Gates or from or Elon Musk or anybody. It's not taking anything away from them. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, Yeah, you yeah. It's the the criticism is yeah. Are you really going to get that that you know annoyed about like implying that they didn't earn it? Yeah, like you yeah. do that shit. You know, if you're having this conversation with someone that's that's actually talking about this, like they're going to debate you on it, they make that that argument about people who aren't rich like thousands of times a year. Yeah. You know, so it's it's, but I don't know. It's just, I think one of the things is that people use that, and then compare themselves to someone like that when they're like, I have like a you know. I have like a plumbing business that I own where it's like, okay, that is much more of a, of a, like I could see how it could be a risk for you to start that company. I could see how it could be more manageable for you to get to a a state where you're making money with your company and you feel like you're on the better end of things, but you are not in the same class. You are not in the same category as those people. You're fooling yourself. Yeah. That's and the they're thing. they're ma- and they're very happy to make sure that you're dumb enough to think that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's right. I mean, the, I think maybe may, let me try and see if I'm hearing what you're trying to communicate. I think it's true that many of these things, it, not just the not just you know Microsoft and Amazon and SpaceX and Tesla, but you know just a plumbing company that they do take risk. I mean, it takes risk and it takes the ability to manage the risk to do it successfully. The problem is who you're comparing it to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think that's the problem. So you're some guy who's, you know, plowed everything, worked really hard, plowed everything, created this business from nothing. And then you look at somebody whose dad was in prison. They don't own a house. They're, you know, barely keeping their nose above water. Maybe they've had a run in with the law. They now they can't get a job because they're felons or maybe not. I don't know. But and then you look and you and you come to a conclusion that these are morally inferior people. And therefore, if you help them out, they're just going to, you know, it's just going to be a waste that that these programs are just making people dependent on the government. And that's what's causing a labor problem is like you're just you're just paying people not to work. That's just, you know. Yeah, it's such a negative. I would also view. like to to at those people argue. So what if it's a waste? I mean, ninety percent of the shit that we do as a country is a waste, and it all goes yeah. to people who f- have everything that they could ever want. If we're going to be right. wasting let's stuff, get, let's waste yeah. some for the poor people. I don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I I I agree with you. Um, 
Yeah, I think there's a yeah, false equivalence, yeah. and I do think there's this moral superiority. And these are people; these are often people <clears throat> who, you know, who claim to have some religious beliefs that I can't quite fathom, and sometimes, you know, stated pro-life beliefs. In which you, it, I don't just don't get it. You see people as liabilities. I don't see how a pro-life person can see people, grown people, as liabilities. I mean, basically, I'm not. I'm not saying like some people are. You know, you, they're just going to. They're just going to be need to be helped, and they're never yeah. going to financially. You know, pay. like I get that, but I mean, just to see a class of people as a liability, whether it's immigrants or black people or ex felons or. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry to get, I was trying to stay positive. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just a, a, yeah. I mean like the, <clears throat> the racism stuff and the, you know, all this kind of stuff makes sense to me. It's like, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it just seems like a way to never really like self reflect or, or, you know, it, it, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a good person. You don't have to be accomplished. You don't have to be proud of yourself. There's always something, there's always someone worse than you or someone that's, that's lower than you. It, it reminds me, like I always think about this with slavery is like even the poorest people who you'd be like, well, why are you siding with people who own slaves? And, you know, you, you know, people who just sit around and, and make money off other people's labor or whatever. But it's just like, you got to think that, if you're on the lower rungs, <clears throat> there's some people who are just dying for someone else to kind of step on. Or it's like, you know, oh, I don't have anything. Like, you're going to take away me thinking that I'm automatically better than, you know, a class of people. Like, that's all I have. <laughs> yeah. That it's, was how. Yeah. That, that was how things got split after you know, the end of slavery. There was a, there was this growing class of people or a set of people who were poor. You know, almost all of the blacks were poor. And then there were a bunch of whites who were poor and they realized they had a bunch of stuff in common. And at some point it was starting to get, you know, it was starting to get pretty powerful and they cleaved, you know, they like split that and split that in half. And uh, I think a lot of that was in us, you know, I mean, at least there's some, at least you're not them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, yeah. I'm happy. I'm trying to bring us back. I'm happy <laughs> about the re no, I'm really happy about the results of this, you, you know, this universal basic income thing. And I think there need to be some more experiments like this to try to figure stuff out. You know, I imagine at some point, if you gave people enough money, it might be too much. But I don't know when that, I don't know what that yeah. is. And apparently $500 I think there's a, a month is sure. not too much, you know? <clears throat> Definitely not. Definitely no, yeah. not. That's not. And, you know, yeah. I think there's a, there's a balance and it's different for everybody. See, but I can see that, that 500 being a good number even once we kind of start to get um, just people's basic, just their actual income like a little more in line with what you would consider to be like a good baseline. <clears throat> Reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you think about like how many people that, um, answered that sort of survey about, you know, that I can't take a, a random $400 payment. Yeah. Um, how many of those yeah. people were like pretty okay. Other than that. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think bobbing that's, along. 
Exactly. And and so like if you can cover that, that is a big part of the the risk factor of being poor. Um so I mean that is like it's a disproportionately good like sort of um by the numbers thing, I would say. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you mean you mean that 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 the five hundred dollars is more than the four hundred dollars? Yeah, that's. I was thinking like once people get to like thirty thousand dollars a year or whatever, which is like yeah. you know, like I'd say that's a decent baseline. Um, right. That in but most places some, of the country, yeah, you know, you can at least survive. Um. And then with that five hundred on top of that that salary, like that seems like like thinking about it from my perspective, like I can make that work. You know what I mean? I could see, yeah. I could see people making that work. And you could also, you could also imagine that these people, that some of them are in jobs because they can't stop working. Uh, right? I mean, I think that's how that's, I think that's why 12% of them versus 5%, you know, ended up in, in full-time jobs because the, you, you can't, you just can't make ends meet and take time to find a job, you know, especially if you don't have transportation Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So you have an extra $500, you know that, okay, well, I'm going to save up a little bit. I'm going to take a month to find a, you know, I'm going to look for a month to find a better job. Yeah. Um, Even the thought of that, I'm sure discourages so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think I didn't read you all the results, but there are other softer results like, um, you know, attitudes and depression and, and uh, cortisol, you know, stress levels and yeah, things yeah, like that, yeah. which were all better in the in the group that got the money. I mean, these are people who are under are chronically stressed by not having enough resources, and it doesn't take a hell of a lot to relieve that stress. <laughs> yeah, it and, is and the insane. arguments that, that the arguments that people are giving, like the money's going to be wasted and all that stuff. To your, I mean. I understand your point, Bobby. Like it's it's like if you're going to set the bar, if waste is going to be the bar, then let's talk about you know inheritance and and tax cuts for the wealthy and you know like all. I mean, there's a lot of more waste that that I mean, infinitely. I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah. At any yeah. rate, I, I'm I'm glad to see this, and I hope we see more of it. Yeah, I mean, man, just the the security of knowing it's going to be there every month would be. Crazy for everybody. Well, yeah. not for everybody, obviously, but you know. No, but I mean, for the people who we're who, talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you could take care of healthcare and make sure people had enough <clears throat> money to keep a roof over their heads and have enough to eat, you know. Yeah, man. It just and you wonder about just like a, well, just all a friggin' kind of, civilization, just a yeah. civilized approach to people. Yeah, because I mean, imagine all the stuff, like all the kind of you know, effects that happen because of this baseline stress. Like, you know, yeah. you got if the, if people raising children is like a very important formative years for them. It's like probably would be profoundly better if, you know, it, it, like you're saying, it doesn't take a whole lot of money. It's you get a lot of bang for your buck. I'd imagine in terms yeah. of, of just attitudes and, and how you can, you know, focus your your attention on stuff that matters. Yeah. Well, we don't have to guess if we. I mean, with these with studies like this, it's that's the best part. Is that, yeah. Uh, it's not just. It's not an opinion. Are you guys ready for the palate cleanser? The game Sounds show. Sounds good to me. You got anything else you want to talk about? <clears throat> no, not really. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm about to sit in the dark here. I'm going to go turn on the light in this room. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. Awesome. Very professional. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Absolutely. <clears throat> You know what that theme song means. <laughs> there it's time is. to play. <laughs> that tastes a little thing. <laughs> and now back to your quizmaster host, one of the bobs. Hey, oh yeah, that's me. Okay, I noticed something last last week. I was listening to our our episode and. Uh, I declared Billy the winner, but it was a tie. Uh, right so, on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to attempt to. So you guys need to keep track of your own score, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think there's any point. I mean, I'll try. And I think uh, Bobby, you go first this time. Oh, okay. R A N. <clears throat> Is that correct or not? Anybody object to that? That sounds no totally idea. fine to me. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here are the here are the categories. They're the same categories as always. You don't call, you don't write. Something's missing. Guilty until proven innocent pleasure. That's lowbrow in pop culture. Her suit is too tight. Facial hair are superheroes. Science fiction, sometimes science, sometimes friction. And frame that tune. That's name that tune, but probably illegal. Bobby. Let's do science friction. Science friction. It is. Here we go. Multiple choice. There have been a lot of interesting inventions since the turn of the century. Which of the following inventions is not one of them? Okay, you got it? I'm gonna give okay. you a, I'm gonna give you four. Three of them are real, and one of them is made up. You have to find the one that's made up. Okay, here we go. Okay. A, the slug bot, an AI-powered robot that eats slugs. That's 2001. B, Q milk. That's with a C-H, milk. Clothing made from milk-based fibers. That's from 2011. C, togurt, bioengineered mm. vegan yogurt based on toe fungus. That's from <laughs> 2004. D, ecopod, a biodegradable coffin, 2007. A, the slugbot. B, Q-milk. C, togurt. <laughs> D, ecopod. These are good. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Togurt. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Togurt. Okay, you're gonna guess Togurt. You're right. Nice, nice. I was gonna say it almost sounds like a joke from you know some yeah, some non-vegan. That's the thing is like, I really could have thought a couple of those were fake but i i knew the, 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 the coffin one was real <laughs> i knew the coffin one was okay. real d, 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 d. what'd you say billy about toe jam <laughs> yeah it sounds like some some dumb you know old-timer joke about vegan food so okay, i thought it was fake for, maybe <laughs> that's one for bobby that's, currently, yes. that's that's the scoreboard as i currently have it recorded okay billy yes Here's your question from science friction, sometimes science, sometimes friction. This is similar. Which of the following is a real invention? It, sorry, is a real invention since the turn of the century? Three of these are not inventions. This is the converse. Three of these are not inventions. You have to pick the one that is 
did I say conventions? No, no, yeah. I got you. Well, <laughs> inventions. Three of these are <clears throat> not inventions, phony inventions. One is a real invention. You have to guess the one that is real. Are you ready? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. A, photo, non-vegan take on tofu made primarily of camel milk. Hmm. B, the parakeep, a light retractable leash for, quote, walking your bird. Do you want the dates on these? To- uh, no, fo- fo- two was 2001, parakeep 2014. Neo Comini, a mechanical set of cat ears that react to the wearer's mood. That's 2012. Or True Lips, all natural lipstick with coloring made from flowers, 2005. Which is the real one? A, faux two. That's faux, like F-A-U-X, right? Faux mm-hmm. two. Fake tofu. The parakeep, neocomini, or true lips. Man, Which is these real. types of inventions are like very hard to... Um, mm. Which is real? Yeah. Which is real? Faux two. Was it? No, I, I made up. I made up. Faux two. Which which one do you think, Bobby? I would have guessed the ears. The ears is correct. Man, that sounds exactly yeah. like a, a Kickstarter to me. I something know, that is like impossible, like something based on your mood. Well, yeah, but it's just yeah, it's, it's bullshit. The mood part's just probably bullshit. That's 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 what I'm saying though. It's yeah. like that that seemed to me like it could have uh, been either way. You know what I mean? It's supposed to. Yeah, it's supposed to somehow, it's got electrodes or something like that, and it looks like a set of cat ears, and so it's supposed to help you communicate with your cat. Oh, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that is, that is, what do we have now? That's one for Bobby. Yes, that's right. Zero for Billy. Yeah. <laughs> ask after every question. Billy, it's your <laughs> choice. Good. You pick a category. You don't call, you don't write. Guilty until proven, innocent, pleasure. Her suit is too tight. Or frame that tune. Frame that tune. Frame that tune. Here we go. Today's tunes come from the movies. I'll play a clip. Your job is to tell me the artist and the name of the film. Okay. okay. You ready? Okay, here we go. This one's for Billy. Do, 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 do. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eminem, yeah, yeah, 8 yeah, Mile. Yeah. One shot. One shot. One opportunity. Did you get that? No, I didn't hear it. Oh, oh uh, hear it. Eminem, 8 Mile. Whoa! Nice. That one is a freebie, man. Good yeah. job. There you go. Do, do, do. I don't know how to turn it up now. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough. That's good. That's two for Billy. That's one that. Two for Billy. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. So these are two points. Just wanted two to make sure. One point each. Two for Billy. <laughs> one for Robert. You ready, Bob? Yeah. Here's yours. trying to think of what movie this was in. I feel like it's been in a lot of movies. 
It's Mrs. Robinson. What's that? It's Mrs. Robinson. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what movie this was in. I can't think of a, like yeah, a movie where this was like the theme song or whatever. Who's the artist? You know. Who's the artist? It's Simon Garfunkel. There you go. That's one point. I didn't know this is like a theme song for something. Or was this Sorry? made for a movie? Yeah, yeah just, I, was this made I mean, for a movie? I, I know this has been in movies, like several movies, but I, I can't mm. think of one where it was like the theme song. This is a really old movie, so this is unfair. But that's oh, the way it goes because, I mean, you don't have to laugh. But uh, It's uh, from The Graduate. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's that. an ancient movie. I mean, I was younger than you when it came out, I think. Is it? Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Was it just like a, it was like famously used in the movie or something? Yeah, it was used. I think it was. I don't know if it was used as the theme song, but. Uh, Maybe trailers or something? I mean, they wrote it for that. <clears throat> oh, they, they did? The, yeah, oh, I mean. Okay. I, I, the, See, I didn't the, know that. I, I, yeah, Dustin, I no Dustin Hoffman is playing a like a college kid, or maybe he's maybe he's graduated from college. Maybe that's why they call it the graduate, and he's having an affair with Mrs. Robinson. I watched that for so like I'm weirded out that I watched that because it's like I watched that when I was maybe at 22 or something. It's like <laughs> a, a, such a such a weird time for somebody in just like modern times to watch that. Well, you know, modern yeah. times sounds, but you know. In in the 2010s, it's like, yeah. why am I watching this? I got to go back and watch it. It's weird because it it's it's, it's been recommended to me on like HBO or something too. Yeah, <clears throat> I, yeah, I just, just wasn't much of a fan of Dustin Hoffman's. I guess that didn't really compel me much. Well, it might not have been that good of a movie. I mean, I think movies have gotten. I don't know. I shouldn't say no. That. It just seemed like one of those movies that was supposed to be like. Uh, Taxi driver in that it focuses on somebody's like mental state like very heavily. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know anything about it. It was probably pretty, you know, pretty risque at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people liked that um, stuff back then. Because it was like his, his yeah. friend's mom or something, right? Or like some. Yeah. Yeah, some older yeah. woman. Right. Exactly. That's what happens when it's your friend's mom. If your friends are of your, your age, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. older. <laughs> There's an inequality there or something like that. Some mathematical inequality. Okay, I have us down as two points right, right, apiece. Right. Two points for Robert and two points for William. Does nice. that pass muster with the accountants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one didn't feel right just because, you know. <laughs> well, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, the I mean, points hey, don't matter. I learned something today. That was written for that movie. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. I think that's, that's right. I'm, I'm almost certain that's right. Yeah, it's around. You I know, know, it's a pretty old movie. You think they did the movie around the around no, the? No, I don't think so. Music? I don't know. I can it's be possible. Yeah, I don't we'll know. check. All right. It's Bobby's pick now. You don't call. You don't write. Do I? Is that right? Did I do that right? Yeah, Bobby's yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. You don't call. You don't write. Guilty until proven innocent. Pleasures. Her suit is too tight. Okay, let's do. Let's do guilty until proven innocent. Pleasures. Guilty until proven innocent pleasures. Prince Harry, this is multiple choice. Prince Harry has a new job at BetterUp, a Silicon Valley startup focused on mental health. What is his title? A, Chief Impact Officer. B, Chief Officer of Global Affairs. C, Co-Chairman of the Board. D, he doesn't have a title. 
I didn't think he had a title. I thought he just joined the board. Oh, man. Billy, you can take the lead. The answer is Chief Impact Officer. Chief Impact Officer. I don't even know what it means. Uh, Okay, Billy, this is your chance to take the lead. It's still two to two. Ready? Yes, sir. This is a multiple choice question. Pringles is an American brand of stackable potato-based chips. They were originally marketed as newfangled potato chips. From time to time, the company attempts to keep things relevant by releasing new flavors. Which of the following flavors have they not announced? Three of them have been announced. One has not been announced. Your job is to pick the one that has not been announced. Clear? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. A. Wavy Moa Burger, B, Pumpkin Pie Spice, C, Licious, like apostrophe, Licious, like Delicious, Licious Lotkey, D, Crypto Crisp, A, Wavy Moa Burger, B, Pumpkin Pie Spice, C, Licious Lotkey, D, Crypto Crisp. It's such a tough one. Hmm. Oh man. I'm making them tough this week. I guess I I guess I would guess Moa Burger. It seems like the lowest or least appeal, least widespread appeal. Oh, Which no. one was it? Moa Burger. And Moa apparently that's like from a what's this from a game or something? The Moa? Is it? No, no. Moas are like a it's yeah. like an ancient bird. It's like a it's yeah, like I a know they're it's like a large real, but I think I think they tied it to some. Is there is there a Moa in in what are the big games right now? The big well, I'm sure there's Moas in a bunch of games. Like there's um, <laughs> wait wait I thought it was know, uh, like, like an emu thing. It's like a, a, a yeah, it's like an emu, right? Yeah, but there's I'm thinking of like so games where prehistoric stuff where you're yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Let's just yeah. hang on. I'm just gonna look here. I'm 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 Google, I'm actually not googling. I'm using something else. Wavy Moa Burger. You said wavy, Pringles. bro? Wavy. Is that what I said? Yeah, wavy Yeah, that's Moa what I heard. Burger. I just, yeah. Uh, Halo, it says. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's so weird, man. That... <laughs> All, right. All right. Part of that well, game takes see. place in Africa. They probably just put them in there. Okay, so it's still two to two, according to my blockchain. Okay. Uh, Billy. You don't call, you don't write, or her suit is too tight? Um, her suit is too tight. Her suit is too tight, facial hair, superheroes, multiple choice. How many truly bald men have been elected president of the U.S.? A, 2, B, 3, C, 5, D, 7. I actually, Let's see the letters out. It's confusing. 2, 3, 5, or 7. Um, oh man, there's certainly, bald. there's certainly a run bald. of presidents I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I would, uh, let's go three. Okay, three. All right. Oof. That's right. John Adams, Martin Van Buren, and Dwight Eisenhower. And then there are people with some uh, comb overs yep. and thinning hair and that kind of stuff. Three is it. Okay. We've got a breakthrough. Bob? Billy's about to run away with this thing. Here's your chance to catch up. Sinead O'Connor. Do you know who she is? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Irish singer, who has at times sported a shaved head, on the 3rd of October, 1992, Sinead O'Connor appeared on Saturday Night Live as a musical guest. She sang an a cappella version of Bob Marley's War, which she intended as a protest. During the song, she tore up a picture of someone. Multiple choice question. Who was it? A, U.S. President Bill Clinton. B, Pope John Paul II. C, Queen Elizabeth. D, herself. What was the song? War. Bob Marley's War. That? Oh, can you hear us? Okay. Hello? You were gone for a second. Hello? Hello? Yeah, can you hear us? Hello, hello. (laughs) What was the song? (laughs) Hello? Hello? How you guys doing? Uh, The song was War by Bob Marley. And the choices were... uh, Clinton. Pope John Paul II, Queen Elizabeth, or herself. And what year was it? 1992, October 3rd, 1992. Hmm. I'm just trying to decide between the Queen and Clinton. Um, I'm going to say Clinton because it's SNL, but I don't know. Oh. No, I'm sorry, man. It was Pope John Paul. She was protesting wow, really? sexual abuse by priests in 1992, and we're still dealing with this. Oh yeah. Crazy See, man. I was thinking, I was thinking of of completely different things. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> yeah, I guess that would have been right the, before the, he. The, the song is war. I mean, I would. I'm not sure. It's I would have known this. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Got pretty yeah, good reasons for president. ripping up. Clinton or the Queen at that point, yeah. right? And especially she's Irish. Yeah, exactly. She's a woman. <laughs> she doesn't. She's kind of. She's got no hair. Okay, here's the last category. Bobby, you go first. Billy's ahead, according to the according to the uh, certified transcript here. Billy's ahead three to two. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, Do yeah, that sounds right to me. Okay, last category. Bobby goes first, right? Sure. It's you don't call, you don't write. What 20th century leader is said to have suffered from crypto, cryptorchidism? Cryptoorchidism. Cryptorchidism. That's a missing testicle. Oh, okay. A, a, a guy, I'm going to give you a hint. It's a guy because he's missing a testicle. Pretty famous guy. <laughs> he's yeah. only got one 20th century leader said to have suffered from one ballism. Monobolism. Just open? Yeah, this is an open question. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. going to guess Hitler. Yeah, you have any interesting you facial hair? That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's, tie- it's yeah. tied up. Here's a little song about it. <laughs> dun, dun. Hitler has only got one ball. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> Stupid, very small. Himmler is rather similar. Similar. But poor old Goebbels has no balls at all. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun. Okay, tied up three apiece. Billy, this is it. Here you go. A castrated horse. Oh, you can guess what's missing this week. (laughs) Right? Uh, A castrated horse is called a gelding. A castrated pig is called a barrow. What is a castrated bull called? I mean, other than angry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Open question. Um, oh, I feel like it's stored away somewhere in there. Yeah, man. That's how I felt, too. Um, a Hitler? I feel like it's, uh, <laughs> I feel a like it's... A Goebbels? I feel like it's, uh the same as like horses and cows uh well it is a cow it's a bull it's a, well you know right? i thought cows is like the all-encompassing term yeah like chickens well, or whatever. We're, talking about. we're talking about a male cow a male sure cow, sure yeah male, yeah, yeah. we're bull. on the same page yeah um but only but he's got no yeah yeah junk. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, what, uh, cause it's, it's stallion and, and what the opposite of stallion. <laughs> yeah. But like Dustin Hoffman. Well, this is like, you know, they uh, call it a Dustin. Well, this is like, okay. Steer. I thought was just another name for stallion. But that, yeah, you got it. That's it. Well, that's is that is that getting it? It's up to you. I don't know. I got Whatever, tired. It doesn't matter. <laughs> tired of waiting. It's time. Gonna, we'll say it's. You tell me. Whether after I was going to say you, you, we, we're tied. I mean, if what was it? Was that three to three? Three to three. Yeah, just call that tied. I'm. Uh, Okay, it's a tie. That's it. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is right for horses. That's good. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Was oh, that? I was just saying that that's that's for horses as well, right? Steers. No, a horse is a gelding. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's how we you already went over this. Horse is a gelding. A pig is a barrow. Yeah, I never heard that say? one. <laughs> what was that? Hang on a second. I gotta learn about this again. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hitler, Hitler has, has only got, got one, one ball. Goring. Goring. <laughs> Stupid, very, very small. Himmler is rather similar. But poor old Goebbels has no balls at all. Okay, barrows or whatever. Barrows. Yeah. So what? What was the last one? Goebbels. Goebbels. Yeah, that's what we should call them. We just call everybody anything that doesn't has been castrated a Goebbel. How about? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, anybody who's suffering the loss of their genitalia, you're basically Goebbels in my eyes. It's not your whole genitalia. I think it's just your. I think it's just, just your the balls, testicles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just the yeah, it, that, not that's Mr. Be, Happy. That's got to be the luggage. way better than losing everything. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, come on! Are, my, if you give me the option to the keep something, minutes. you give me the option <laughs> to keep something. I mean, I don't begging know. you I for mean, that you go to the bath. Uh, you got like it, it would be different, right? Because it's nice to stand up and go to the just bathroom. Uh, it's nightmare. Like, think about not, you know what I mean? Like, reaching down and there's nothing there. That's nightmare. Half, <laughs> yeah. half, the, wor- half the world lives like that every day, Bill. Well, that's not a nightmare like for them. Usually. They don't know what they're missing. <laughs> so, let's get this straight. You're saying if you, could, if you had to choose between, let's say, a You're clean slate. all of my genitals yeah, nothing, nothing there. Uh, or slate. having the having <laughs> ha, having 
Mr. Luggage, no, so Mr. Happy with no luggage, you know, just, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Look, look I could, I can picture myself. If I had that. like testicular cancer, I can picture, a, you know, a situation where I have to get a testicle removed or, God, maybe both. But it's like. Let's hope you don't have testicular cancer. Yeah, okay? yeah. That's always a hope. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Something about just uh, like, I don't don't know, man. You'd like to have something down there. Yeah, I mean, just think about going to the bathroom. Think about about practicality. It just sounds kind of uncomfortable to not have something, you know. It just seems like that, and it's like that, I don't know, psychologically scarring for sure. I suppose, I guess. Well, you, you you get phantom penis syndrome. Well, no, no, we're talking, I thought we were talking about just, just balls. This is what we're talking about. We're trying whether to, to do either just balls or everything. I'm saying clearly just balls. If you Billy have a choice. Likes partial credit. He's gonna. He wants partial oh. credit. Well, I want to keep something, man. Yeah. It's yeah, like okay, you. if if for no other reason, like if for convenience for peeing. I agree with that. That does seem like an. <laughs> that seems like a major advantage. It's a lot faster. God, dude. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I guess I have to agree with you. Having worked out for six weeks in the vineyard, I don't come up to go to the bathroom. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. I'm not, squatting in the, I'm not squatting in the itchy grass because I got, you know, the, I don't know what you call it. I mean, I know what you call it. It's a penis. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm watching Donnie Brasco. Have you seen that show? I have, yeah. That movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only bring this up because Billy said cancer, testicular cancer, and Bra- Donnie Brasco in the beginning. No, it's not. Yeah, it's Donnie Brasco says he's got penis of the of the prick. I don't know if it ever. I don't know if something penis of the prick. Yeah, it's going to sorry, say. cancer of the prick. <laughs> cancer of the cancer I don't remember of the, that. Yeah, I, I don't know if it play. I can't. Re- I've seen the movie before, but I don't know if that. I don't is that the black and to, white one with uh, Johnny Depp? Is it, no, this sorry. is color. Yeah, this is like must be from the eighties or something. It's um, Johnny Depp and Al Pacino. Okay, yeah. I watched oh, that's it right. Like that's just a right. That's the ago. one that was. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some kind of mob stuff going on. Oh yeah. yeah, he's like an undercover cop. I was thinking of some other like totally different one that's somebody's name. It's like a producer or something, or like a writer or something. He was in. It's a black and white movie. Was that real, Bill? No, I watched Bill Bobby. I watched Vanilla Sky. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. What yeah. was it? It's got it's got like Kurt Russell in it. I didn't know. I was all these. People I told I wasn't you. Expecting. There's tons of it, yeah. There's tons of 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 uh, good actors in that movie. Yeah. Which movie? He's talking about Vanilla Sky. Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. Sky. Okay. What was that? Nineties uh, or early two thousand some? Two thousand one. I okay. think you said two thousand one. Yeah. The original um, Spanish movie uh, was nineteen ninety seven. So there's probably some. Oh, kind of. It's a uh, remake. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. But yeah, there's. I mean, just like the cast of this one is pretty crazy. Was Penel- of- was Penelope Cruz in the original? Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I completely understood it. It's. Eh, I mean, it's it's. You know. Um, I mean, I think uh, like the uh, the only thing I took away from it was don't pay for the 
beta version of the upgrade. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I feel like the it was much more successful thematically than in an actual story, um, because they do all the jumping around and like where you are in time and stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really jumping around in time. It's jumping around in his memory while he's in like some flotation tank or something. But yeah, it, it's it makes it more complicated than it needs to be for the structure of the story. And the, the what you get out of that is understanding that something's messed up, which is like the f- only thing that you get for like f- like fifty five percent of the movie. Right. It's a long run. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a long, confusing run to say this is confusing or this is confused. Well, yeah, I guess it's it seems more to me like it's like a it tries to do the whole conversation in terms of like the mate, you know, like it's kind of like the the implied sort of um, argument that that the Matrix makes you want to have is like, well, would you choose which pill would you choose, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it tries right. to do the whole thing in this movie where it's like, it shows you why you should take the red pill. You know what I mean? Which one is the red pill? The one, the one where you wake up. up. Yeah. In, in Vanilla Sky. Cause it's like, you experience all the blue pill stuff. He's, yeah. he gets to the limits of, of that sort of, and then he starts seeing that it's himself that's stopping him from, you know, being able to enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's like you can't get rid of your memories, so they keep coming back. And then it's like, well, now I understand that this isn't real and that that ruins my enjoyment of it. Like, that seems like that's the whole thing of Vanilla Sky. So it's like it's complicated kind of as a means to an end. But it's still it's not a great story. It's just it. I think it did really well, like um, communicating thematically what it was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a. Was it a? It probably was sort of a breakthrough, right, in American movies in that regard. Well, I wonder. I mean, I'm trying to think of because. Let's see. When did the Matrix come out? It was ni- it March was at- 1999. Oh wow! So yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I knew that, that so the Matrix, the came, Matrix out came out before the Matrix came out before that. Yeah. Well, I take it all back then because the Matrix was, I mean, that was the real mind. But I guess some, there's probably some people, well, I guess people are into movies. will watch both of them, right? But some people are not going to watch the Matrix that are going to watch Vanilla Sky. Yeah, the Matrix has a lot of, the Matrix, in, in the Matrix, that element is one jumping off point to kind of start this whole story. Yeah. And Vanilla Sky, that's all it really wants to explore. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not really so much science fiction-y, right? Fantasy. And there's a lot more of that stuff in The Matrix. I got to go back and watch The Matrix. Yeah, you should. That one's really good. I mean, going back and watching it, it's like really, really good. Yeah. What else you got for for movies that, I've, that, I, should, that I should watch? Wait, do we already? Okay, I'm going to go watch The Graduate. <laughs> because of Billy's strong yeah. recommendation, yeah, feeling kind of um, creeped out. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a younger guy. Um, yeah, I still uh, think I don't think anybody can watch that, especially well, hey, in modern times. I guess you were exactly like the graduate age, weren't you? At that at that point, I guess. But it was the exact more age that Dustin Hoffman. I remember was. it being more about how that guy acted 
and it's like it's it's like it's like an a very awkward kind of um it's one of those movies i think i've seen more modern movies like that and it's like it's just not for me Oh man, it's an old movie. It came out in 1967. I was trying to yeah, figure yeah. out like if I was college age, I was nine. <laughs> wow, I thought no, it was I was, in the t- 70s. I was ten. It it came out exactly one day after I turned ten. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. so that that is 22 years older than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that was a tough question. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, the only it's other a tie. Things, you guys I watched, tied. Um, I watched a couple Michael Mann movies. Uh, okay, Thursday and Friday. What do you recommend I watch? Um, I mean, I think you should watch pretty much all the Michael Mann movies. But uh, well, what are they though? Which ones are they? What are they? Uh, so he's the guy that did Heat. That's probably what you know him most Heat. from. That's uh, is that Al Pacino also? Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. I think that was their first movie acting oh, across wow. from each other. Okay. Uh, Val Kilmer. Huh. I mean, it, it, that's another really stacked cast. How did he um, get all these people? Was he like, was he hot stuff back then? Yeah, he's the he's the guy who um, he created Miami Vice. Apparently, that's what I thought. Um, that's what I thought. He originally is, it was supposed to be a movie, but then he made it into a TV show. So, are these movies that came out after Miami Vice? Yeah, most of his um, stuff is from like the 90s and 2000s. Okay. Um, and these are all like beautifully set. Yeah, very well shot. Um, he's like a really good like, there's kind of a noir element to how he shoots because they, he really likes nighttime and he really likes shooting lights at night. Yeah. Um, what was the other TV show that he did? I think he did, or maybe he was just like the executive producer of a TV well, show. And, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about uh, that. Was, he did. Like he, a, re, he did remake. He made the movie version of Miami Vice in like two thousand four. Oh, something. he made the. I'm thinking of the. Did he? But did he? Oh, he also did the. He did the TV show, and they did a bunch of movies, including the movie, the film version of Miami Vice. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So I think Miami Vice was originally supposed to be a movie. He couldn't get it made. Gotcha. So gotcha. it became a TV show. Um, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, he also did, did Manhunter, which was the, uh, earlier, um, like silence of the lambs type movie. Mm, I don't think I saw uh, that. What's it called again? Manhunter. Manhunter. It's got the guy. I can't remember his name, but the guy who went on to be like the, the main guy from CSI. Mm. The guy with red hair. No, no, you're thinking of CSI Miami. <laughs> and I've never watched CSI. So William What's Peterson it? is the main actor. Uh, oh, William Peterson. Yeah. He's like a, he's kind of a character actor. He's got kind of that. Am I thinking about the same guy? No. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it, yeah, in any case, I watched Thief and then I watched uh, Collateral. Thief. Um, and Thief is great. It's very, I mean, it, it's, I guess it's kind of part of like why I like him is you can look at, like that came out in 1981. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I mean I'm looking at his, his film list. That's with Jimmy Kahn. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, it's, oh yeah, gosh. I mean, it's, it's, he's got a, I think one of the things with Michael Mann is that you can tell he really, 
likes researching how crime is done. Yeah. Uh, like it, it feels very real in those movies where like, you know, one of the main things in thief is he, he basically does, he steals some stuff and then ends up not realizing that he's in too deep with this group. They take control of most of the money. And then he's like, he's stuck in the situation where he's got to try to get it back. Um, mm. I'm going to watch but, all of these. It's going to take me all year, but <laughs> yeah, that one's really good. Collateral though. I had been a long, long time since I'd seen it and it was so good. And what's that one? Who's in that? That's Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Oh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The taxi oh, that's driver. That's right. He's got, he's got like, he's in, in, uh, and Cruise has like white hair or blonde hair or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like gray hair. He's got a gray suit. Okay. Um, yeah. That was good. Yeah. It's a but very it's, cool look for Tom Cruise. And then also just that whole movie looks really cool. And, you know, it, it's very, it, it goes in again to kind of the, like, how do people investigate crimes? How do people that are used to people that investigate crimes do crimes to try to hide things? You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. how do they anticipate what they're going to do? Um, there's a lot of that in that movie. Hmm. And he did The Kingdom, too. I think I've seen The Kingdom. Hmm. Oh, Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that again. Okay, The Kingdom. All right, I got it. So let's just watch Michael Mann. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. done some good stuff. Good. Well, those, that's your, those are your movie recommendations, your movie picks. Cool. All right, well, what are you guys doing today? Not much. Um, probably finish cleaning up some. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, not I don't I don't have too much planned. Billy's actually still out of the room. Um <laughs> This podcast is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. podcast is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. podcast is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We now return you to our regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> Maybe we can <laughs> hold on. Okay. Oh, oh. oh, you're back. I'm back. <laughs> what I We're just wrapping it up. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. There's Thank you, guys. Awkward, there's a lot, lot of awkward, like stretching things out there. You're oh, very good at this. Anyways, I was saying, um, I was saying, have a good weekend. I will talk to you on Monday at our usual awesome. time. 
Thank you. We'll have to figure that out because there's a time change, but I think it, I think it'll work out fine. Okay. Yeah. And, cool. And uh, and uh, then Bobby, I, we were saying I would talk to him on Tuesday, and um, that's it. I'm I'm really proud of you guys. I'm super happy to talk to you all the time. We it's great. It's great. I uh, you know the only thing would be well, better is you. if we were like in the same room. But yeah, that would be cool. That's going to be a little while still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these okay, are really guys. great. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for being so generous on your Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. All right. All right. Holla if you need anything. Will do. All right. Thank you, Dad. All right. I love you guys. Love you. Love you. All right. So long. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.